Welcome to Thrive Church Online. We are here to know God, to grow in Him, and go. We hope you feel encouraged and equipped through this week's message. It is my privilege this morning to introduce my brother. I am so proud of JJ and I went to high school together. I'm older. Uh, I know but, stories. But yeah, God help us Get out. All. Get up with um, me after church, people. But no. Um, for a the fee, PG though, stories. For a fee, though, if you give to the church, we'll give you a... No, I'm there you go. That's, that's wrong. That's not the way that works. But no, I'll say this. Um, I haven't been here to intro everybody else, and I, I wish I was, but uh, I'm so proud of Jay. I'm, I'm proud of the gift that God's put inside of him. He's got a good word. Uh, he loves Jesus. And, uh, and uh, man, I'm just excited for him to be here. If you will, give him another round of applause. Is everybody ready to worship? Today, give a round of applause. We're going to do this a lot to the worship team. I felt so alive and I felt electricity with these individuals that get up here every morning. And and what you don't see is the planning and the practice and everything they do and all the volunteers as well behind the scenes to make this possible. And I'm going to tell you, it's just a blessing to be here. And uh, the Holy Spirit laid upon me, and this is not on my notes, this morning as Pastor Adam was talking about in the leaders meeting about the year of the Jubilee in this church, and also about having an attitude. And that attitude should be the attitude of God should be the attitude of Jesus Christ. And that's where we need to be getting closer to Jesus than this world. To have the heart that produces good fruit. And so many people like Pastor Adam talked about have these spiritual gifts. I believe wholeheartedly that when we were born, God knew us before that. And He knew and knows what our gifts are. And if we get closer to Him and not of the naysayers of this world, and we're in the body of Christ, those gifts can be brought brought out by proper leadership, proper anointment. And if today you feel you're at the edge, you're at the edge right now. I want to challenge you to do like some of us some of us have and jump off and let the hands of Jesus Christ catch you. I want you to know that you are loved, that you're appreciated, and that you have value. And it's only through the blood of Jesus Christ. Only the blood of the Lamb that was slain for us is the only way that we can get close to our Heavenly Father. You're not good enough. I'm not good enough. But God is able. And through Jesus Christ, we can do all. We can do all things. Pastor Adam, Pastor Tracy, come on up here for a minute. Something that was on my heart this morning. Liz and JC, if y'all come up here, please. 
Some people go off script. I'll go off script too. I felt this. And this is something I was thinking about. We need to honor our leadership. Pastor Adam has been serving the Lord since he was 18. And I knew him before. And I am so grateful to be here. That Lord sent me here after a 20-some years. Well, <laughs> I was trying to be, you know, like we were younger. It's been 30-some years. And there's a reason for that. And the three of us that are in the ordination uh, process are so blessed to have y'all as mentors. And there's something that we need to do right now is we need to pray for our leadership. They have been away and they're coming back home. It's like when you go off on vacation, you come back home and you're like, oh man, I'm glad to be home. Right? You need to know when they're away, they're pouring to other people's lives. And they have a heart to pour into other communities. When they're away, they're preparing for the future of Thrive Church. So today, I would like to pray for our leaders. So let's, let's do that right now, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, I want to tell you something right now. It is no coincidence that Pastor Adam and Pastor Tracy are our leaders. Lord, I want you to remind them that this, even though this is a tough road, that we're stepping out on that ledge of faith, of planning other churches to reach beyond what this building provides us. And we thank you for this building, Lord. We thank you for the vision for Pastor Adam and Pastor Tracy, Lord. But I want you to know that even though it's going to be a tough road, that you give them the endurance Lord, You give them the wisdom to guide us. We give them, give them the heart, Lord, to continue to serve because we know that when we pour out, sometimes we don't have anything else but an empty vessel sometimes, but continue to pour into them as they can pour into us. Continue to allow them to raise leaders up and volunteers to bring people that are lost to be saved, Lord. Let them know that they are children of the utmost high. Let them know, Lord, that we love them. And today, this Sunday, we honor them. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Let's give them a round of applause. Okay, we're in the summer of Psalms, and I'm going to do a little recap. So we first started off with facing the storms. And I hope you've been taking notes, and I hope that you've been following along. If you're not, we're going to catch up. So when you're facing storms in life, you need to know don't go to the front of the boat. You need to go to the rear of the boat where the anchor's at. And that's where Jesus was sleeping on a pillow because He was resting. And because He was resting is because He created the winds and the waves. We need to stand close proximity to Jesus Christ through all things, the good and the bad. Now, J.C. talked about in Psalm 27, sing your song. You have a unique voice because you are lovingly created. Don't use somebody else's voice. 
Like don't covet somebody else's gifts. You have your own gifts. Use your voice and be proud of it. Now Pastor Adam talked about in Psalm 34 about God's help and delivering of oppression, deliverance from our enemies. And one thing that I thought of because I am bad people about losing my phone. I think that we should do like an Easter egg hunt and throw our phones away. You want to talk about an adult Easter egg hunt? So we can find our phones. But instead of that, what we need to do is have an everyday Easter egg hunt to, to find God Almighty every day. I'm terrible about this phone. Now, Carrie and the girls are on vacation. I had to work. Now, it happens. First responders, I couldn't get off. And that's fine. And they're having a dandy time. And yes, I am happy that they're coming home this evening to see my girls because it gets lonely. That, and I've been doing chores, people, that I normally don't do. <laughs> but I'm most excited about I left my glasses at the beach place that we're, we go to. And they're bringing them back. So for a month, I haven't been able to see anything. And all of you look so good this morning. <laughs> now, I want to tell you something right now. Liz Harper blew it off the roof last weekend. I even shocked people and told people that you couldn't go to the lake because she blew it out of the water. And people were like, is he kidding? Uh, I'm going to have to Google that because I got my boat set up after church. And she was talking about above all else, glorify God and the music, and not just music, but that, that rhythm that's in your heart. You know, that you can feel it when the music's not there, that you just, above all things, Praise God. And I'm going to challenge you to praise God when it sucks. When it's bad. That's when you need to praise God. Almighty. Amen. Praise Him in the storm. You want to praise Him when you do good, and that's fine. Got me a new... Got, look, we went popping tags. I'm trying to be cool with that. But that For the older folks, that's how I went to the Goodwill before they went on vacation. And I got this shirt for $3, still had a tag on it. Now, it's got boxing gloves on it, and I wore it today to signify that I stand on the solid rock, and I'm putting these virtual gloves on, punching Satan in the mouth. Because if two or more gather, Jesus Christ is right here. And this is where we stand. And I'm not afraid to speak this. Now, he has been beating me up during the week. He's been twisting me up, tiring me out. He did not want me to come to, to stand up here today. I'm here. Right? I want you all to be in it with me. So today, we're going to be talking about Psalms 100. It's make a joyful noise. Now, it acknowledges that God is king and that we should praise Him for it. It's a kingship and a thank you psalm. Now, King David wrote this like he did many others. But I think this is special for King David because he is the great example and he is the OG, OG uh, praise and worship leader. Right? I mean, any man in a gown, barefooted, and just 
shanking tambourines and singing and then gets into his war clothes and starts slicing and dicing, you know. That's the kind of guy I like. So let's look at Psalms 100, verse 1 through 5. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gate with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Bless His name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And His faithfulness to all generations. Now, why did I choose this psalm? Well, I know this is hard to believe, but in the 90s when we went to school, and I can, I can tell this, uh, I had 12th, uh, 12th grade English class and we had to memorize some scripture. So as a good student that I was not, I uh, chose a psalm that was short enough that I could remember. I wouldn't, I, you know, there's some long psalms, okay? And I wasn't going to memorize that, okay? But I was able to memorize that one. And also, I was a band nerd in high school. I wasn't a supreme athletic machine like your pastor was on the wrestling team, all jacked and diced up. Uh, I was like 170 pounds and smoking cigarettes and carrying my trumpet case so I don't get beat on the school bus. I'm just saying. And, uh, but I love music. That is my heart. That is my communication. That is my rest and my peace is music. And um, that was another reason why I love this psalm. And I like it now as I'm older because it's a heartfelt expression of that God is Lord Almighty and that I can thank Him for that. So I'm going to break it down, shotgun style, if you know what that means. Click. And we're going to go over all the verses and we're going to talk about it. So verses 1 through uh, 1 and 2. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness and come to His presence with singing. Now can you imagine if you won the billion dollar lottery? Well, one California guy did. How excited you would be. How much screaming and yelling and joy that you would have. And for a time, this would be great. But that excitement would be fleeting. But you would still be excited. You're going to figure it out, get you an attorney, get you, get you uh, maybe uh, some uh, CPA, try to figure out all the tax stuff. But you're going to go down to the lotto office in, in Raleigh, if you're from North Carolina, and you're going to get that happy Gilmore size check. And you're going to make sure you're counting all them zeros. Right? I might even take that check and go buy me a Pepsi Cola or something and just hand them the check and see if they get cash for it. I'm just saying. Um, I remember when I was a kid that we had, they called catalogs, young, young ones. They were colored catalogs and had toys in them. 
And uh, I grew up on a 100-acre tobacco farm, so it was more get than it was anything else. Get to work. And, but I'd always be so excited to look at these catalogs and the toys and all that. And uh, I remember that commercial I never went to. I mean, I, about as good as I went was uh, Roses on Compart Plaza on North Church Street. Just saying, if, if I, I'm dating myself. So uh, that's, that's as far west as the Corbett family went. And, um, but you remember, uh, I don't want to grow up, I'm a Toys R Us kid, and that giraffe, and I'm like, my parents can't even afford the gas to get up there. How dare you entice me with these catalogs? But I still got joy out of it, right? And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to shout. He wants us to give Him the praise for everything. So are you making a joyful noise to the Lord daily? Are you serving the Lord with gladness? Today, uh, before I come out here, because you know, my wife and my two teenage daughters are coming home. Uh, I was singing a song, Cleaning the Toilets. And it was, uh, it was in my brain. It was, uh, and I'm, I'm not a singer or as, as good as the worship team, but it was, bless that wonderful name, Lord Jesus. And I'm scrubbing the toilets, and, that just, and I'm just singing. And that's what God wants us to do. You know, uh, I was praising God cleaning the toilet. I was excited to come up here and share the good news with you. Excited about being a member of this church and being in the ordination process. And the more that I get closer to Jesus Christ, people, that the more I am filled with God and His songs, His written on my heart and His Word. And, you know, I'm just doing my thing, just cleaning the toilet. My question is, is this the only place that you worship God? Don't let this place, this hour, just this day where you're coming into the courts of God Almighty and you only give Him an hour of your time. Verse 3, Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us and we are His and we are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Well, to know God, you've got to get into the Word. And the Word is Jesus Christ. He is the living Word. You have to get into the Word. You need to come to church. You need to know God. So you can grow in God. So you can go in God. And collectively, you can make Jesus famous. But you got to know Him. And who is He? He is our Creator. He is our Father in Heaven. He is part of the Godhead. In Matthew 28-19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Something that we usually doubt is we were wonderfully made. Do you know that God loves you so much? He knows that 
one little one little strand on your beard right there. He knows that that might be strand 876. All things are possible with God because He created us. Who was here today that doubts that you're a child of God? That doubts that you were, you were made in perfection. And even though we were born in sin through Jesus Christ and His blood, we are perfected by the blood. Psalm 139 echoes that as, I praise you for I, fear, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Your soul knows it. Do you know it? We are sons and daughters of the Lord Almighty. John 1, 12. But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. You are a child of God. You accept Jesus Christ, you're, you got a seat at the table. You are a child. And God, as in Psalms 23, created the pastures. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures because He made them. He leads us beside still waters because He wants you still. He wants you calm. He knows what you're going through because you're wonderfully made. He knows everything about you and the billions of people that are on earth that don't believe in Him. He believes in you. All you have to do is believe. My question is, do you really know who God is in your life right now? Do you know that He is the author and creator of life? Do you know or struggle with that you were wonderfully made in His image? You were not made in the image, and this is coming to me right now. This is the Holy Spirit talking to me. You were not made in the image of some influencer, trying to get that right, on Instagram and TikTok. Quit comparing yourself to people that have to use filters to make them look good. Quit trying to compare yourself with insecure people that have to have likes to live. The only one that you should be worrying about that likes you is God Almighty. And guess what? If you read the Bible, you're going to find out it ain't just like He loves us to death. Do you feel like that when you go to church, and you could have been church, this is your first time, it could be your 10th time, it could be 20 years worth, do you still like feel like you don't fit in? A lot of us do. A lot of us feel that way. How is it that we want to be continuously blessed, but we don't want to take time to bless the blesser? We want it all. And we say, God, I, you said if I knocked, you're going to answer my prayers. But uh, I'm still living in that same house. I still got that same car that the check engine light's on. Where's your faith? Won't you just bless them? 
I got a car. Check engine lights on, but it takes and gets me from here from here to the roses. Just saying. Verse five: For the Lord is good; His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations. The God is good; He is always good. He is our heavenly Father, and no matter what we have done. He still wants to have a relationship with us. And He showed that on the cross. No matter what you have done, a lot of us sinned this morning. Maybe we've sinned on the grounds of this church. But if you ask forgiveness, and He's the forgiver of sins through Christ Jesus, He still loves you. He still prepared a place for you. Satan is out in this parking lot and he wants you to be mad. He wants you to doubt. It was like the song that was, I don't can't remember which song it was, but it's like, it's okay to come in here and show off and sing and throw your hands up or whatnot if it leads to empty praise. Monday morning, it's, if it's empty, as you can tell, I'm kind of a I try to filter myself. I'm um, but I don't wear a mask because I used to. And I and the Lord was like, Jay, why are you trying to put a mask on? Because I created you and I love you so much. Why are you trying to be somebody else? Well, why why don't you just trust me? Why I can feel the spirit moving through you. Why are you why are you worried about judging? Like you feel like you're going to be judged if if you don't stand up and say hallelujah. Now I come from a very conservative large Methodist church. And there wasn't a lot of hallelujahs or amens. I mean, you say an amen out loud in a Methodist church and I love my Methodist brothers and sisters. I'm not I'm just saying there's cultures Right? In the communities. And before that, I was raised in a UCC church at Union Ridge up in the northern part of Alamance County. And it, and, and it was that way too. And I always felt, because I had this song in my, in my heart, that I w- wanted to, you know, break out of them chains of being afraid to truly worship. But I succumbed to prayer pressure. How many people are doing that today? That God just wants you to just wants you to throw your hands up like you just don't care. And uh, that's what he wants. He wants uh, an original praise. He doesn't want fake. He doesn't want Millie Vanilli. I'm going old school. Blame it on the rain, rain. Google it, kids. You'll know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So, God's love is eternal. He is the Alpha and Omega. It started with the breath of creation. It hit at the cross of Jesus Christ. And as far as we can reach in His hands from the east to the west, 
when Lord Jesus Christ comes back. It's eternal. His love. I want you to really think about that. That's why I'm pausing a little bit. To give you time to think. His love is eternal. Do you believe God is good? Do you believe His love endures forever? Do you believe that Jesus Christ, when He was on the cross, fully man, fully God, took all generational sins and placed it upon Him. And that weight was just on Him so much until it was finished. That's how much He loves us. I want to give you some three main points to kind of help you remember in the Psalms. And I think it's really good as we remember any of the Scripture. And the first one I've already said twice while I'm telling you this is remember. Knowing the past helps us prepare for the future. To be thankful for all that we have went through and praise God for it, good and bad. Because if you do not remember the past, it's going to repeat itself. Remember the bad times. And praise God that He gets you through it. No matter what the scars look like. No matter what, how embarrassing it was. That you failed in life. That you told God that I'm going to stop this particular sin and you didn't. Rest upon God's Word. Know that the Lord is our shepherd. Know that we are His sheep and He's going to take care of us. And have joy. Like in Psalm 100, we can have joy praising our Lord with a loud noise entering His kingdom with thanksgiving. Some of the biggest moments for me of worshiping God and having joy other than cleaning the toilets this morning (laughs) Is me and an old guitar. And I'm upstairs and there's nobody around. And I just pick it up and play a G chord or something. And I just sing out Jesus' name. And whatever hits my heart and my mind, I just throw it out. And the next thing I know, it's like three hours later. Right? My hands are sore. My picking hands like numb, like I was playing video games back in the 90s when Nintendo come out. And, um, but that's what God wants. He wants authentic. When I came to this church, it was, it was a culture shock to me. It was. But it was a good thing. Because I got to see how people were at their core. There was no pomp and circumstance. There was no flashy. Just people wanting a relationship. Needed to have awesome leaders to lead them to the road of redemption and salvation. Just that relationship with Jesus Christ. Genuine relationship. And I remember I was sitting right here because you know I like the speaker right right in my ear because I'm old. And Anyway. 
So I'm right there. And I look over, and Casey, Honeycutt, is kicking her shoes off. And her arms are stretched so like Superman, she's about to touch the wall, and she's like third row. And I'm like, okay now, now I've, I've been to some, some gatherings at different denominations, and uh, woo! Now that's what real praise looks like. I did ask her this morning if I could pray, and it, but I'm going to tell you, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I went to a funeral yesterday that lasted two hours. My sheriff uh, dad passed away, and he was a pastor. Now this was I this year I went to my first Catholic funeral. That was different. Then I went yesterday in High Point to my first black funeral. Guys, I'm gonna tell you what, it was a revival and it was a celebration of life. They changed out three drummers in two hours. And I don't know about you, but I was right near the band because I wanted to hear it. And I was people were looking at me I was like oh yeah you know what I'm talking you know and I'm like doing that to the drummer and they just jamming along and it reminded me God was like I was there to honor my sheriff and his passing of his father but God reminded me Jay you're getting ready to talk about true praise let me show you true praise arms up people are getting up they singing they dancing they passing the mic they ain't passing the plate they passing the mic. They're like, you want to sing? Here, carry your tune. Now pass it, to, pass it to the one in the back. And I'm like, man, that's what we should be doing. We should be doing that freely without judgment or fear of judgment. And guess what? People are going to judge you anyway. If they're talking about you, they're giving somebody else a break. So let them talk about you worshiping Jesus. Amen? I mean, I would rather somebody go, man, that Jay Corbett, man, he's up here and he's long-winded and he's talking about Jesus. Yeah, but you putting Jay and Jesus together? I mean, my initials is JSC. Okay? Jesus said, Savior Christ. I'm just saying. There's a reason. So, go ahead and talk. Go ahead and talk. We should be unafraid. But why are we? Why are we not communicating with God like the psalmist? As we come into close, I want to leave you with just a couple of questions. One, are you being completely honest when you worship God Almighty? What are you holding back? What are you afraid of? Are you doing it not just here at church? Are you doing it 24-7 in your vehicle, in the McDonald's drive through Praising God, knowing that He is God. He's a Creator of life. He's a giver of life. Are you praising Him all the time? Mowing your yard putting gravel down, whatever it may be at your workplace. If you wrote your psalm today, what would it sound like?
even if it's the defeated psalm of lament, are you still praising God? Are you still talking to God? Are you crying out to God, save me? He wants to hear from you right here, right now. I challenge you this week to write your psalm. Write your psalm. And then I want you to look, take time away from it, then come back and look at it like it was a psalm in the Bible. Because guess what? It is the psalm of your life and your relationship. What would that look like? It would be different from teenagers in here to young adults to older ones. There's history. What would it look like? God is pleading with you today through me, through this church. Be unafraid to worship Him because He gave you that life. He gave His Son on a cross that shed His blood. And I am not worthy. But He is worthy that He can use a wretch, worn out, red rag like me to speak to you today. Praise God Almighty. Pray with me. Woo! Lord Jesus. Thank You for allowing us to be in Your house today. Thank You for our leaders, Pastor Adam and Tracy. Oh my... Mm. They some good people, Lord. I mean, they're really good. How amazing it is you gave a thought that birthed this church, that will birth other churches, that will raise leaders, Lord, that will reach out and stretch out beyond county lines, state lines, through the internet. Holy, holy, holy. God Almighty. Holy Lord, and we bless Your holy name. We give You so much praise today. I pray, Lord, that everyone that hears this, that hears the sound of my voice, that it ain't me, that they hear You, that You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy alone because it's an audience of one that we should be thinking about when we praise. We collectively are the body, but when we praise You, Lord, it's a direct line from me to You. And I thank You for Your creation. I thank You for a purpose. I thank You for just being able to praise and speak Your name. And you don't know Jesus. I want to give you that opportunity. I want you to know that you are loved. Loved so much that God sent His Son and died on the cross. Shed His blood. I want you to know that you have value. And it came at a cost of a life. I want you to know that no matter what position you're in today, that God will meet you right there. I want to 
the Christian who has been saved that maybe has been sliding off the mountain and they need somebody to, like a ledge, to grab their hand so they won't fall. I pray today, Lord, that they hear this prayer. That they know that they are loved and their salvation that was given to them through grace and through mercy came at that same cost and that they're not forgotten and God knows where they're at. If these are you today, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I recognize I'm a sinner. Lord, I recognize even through my salvation that I have slipped and I have fallen that You will pick me right back up. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I choose today to live my life for You. Continue to live my life seeking You. Communion all the days of my life. Amen. Thank you for being part of our Thrive Tribe. If you want to partner with this ministry and what the Lord is doing here at Thrive, visit thrivechurchonline.com and click on the Give tab. Help us reach more people just like you by rating and subscribing to this podcast. You don't want to miss what's coming next.